TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. That work is being done every single day. We've had 23 experts out there. We've had the union out there. All of them think that's a very playable surface. It's softer than what they have practiced on, uh, but that happens. Um, it's well within all of our testing standards. Uh, it is something that we think all our experts, as well as neutral Field inspectors have all said unanimously that it's a playable field. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. That's Roger Goodell. He is the commissioner of the National Football League, and he was answering a question about the idea that the Niners are up against a competitive disadvantage because they have to practice at UNLV while the Chiefs get the glory that is the Raiders' uh, private facility, practice facility, and Goodell says 23 experts told him the field's playable. Playable? (laughs) All right. We are delighted to welcome in Larry Kruger. He's with 97.5, the game in San Francisco. And, uh, boy, Larry, Roger Goodell doesn't seem – he doesn't seem like uh, he's willing to give anyone a pass. Larry joins us on the Score Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino. Hey, Larry, how are you? Doing great, guys. Good morning. How you guys doing? Holding up, but you know, a little concerned about this practice facility stuff. Well, I mean, you know, and Goodell. I mean, now we're gonna are we gonna define playable? I mean, uh, you know, it's. It, I'll say this. I, I talked to Steve Young last night on my show, and he said, you know, he had just talked to John Lynch. And Steve said, hey, it's a very big deal to Lynch and the 49ers. Um, and, and basically what happened here is that, you know, the Niners are at a very, you know, they're at a pretty yep. brand new facility at UNLV, $230 million renovation, whatever it was, but they laid sod over an over a field turf show and they don't want to in any way look like they're that one side has an advantage over another um the reality is is that there's no real solution here i mean the schedules are set the it doesn't sound like the chiefs want to move their schedule around so that both sides use the raiders facility but they grade these practice fields and according to what i heard the raiders you know the scores of an average nfl practice field are in the mid to high 70s and that the Raiders practice field grades out at about an 80 and that the 49ers believe that their field is right in the fifties. So I don't know. I don't know if it's hazardous. Uh, The NFL says it's not a health and safety issue. It's a preference issue, but the 49ers, I can say this are clearly not happy about it. And I don't know. They went through a walkthrough yesterday. They practiced for the first time at 2 PM central time yesterday um, and, but it was a walkthrough. Now we'll see what they do today. Um, because you know, the, what, what are your options if you're Kyle Shanahan? Maybe you find out, seek out an AstroTurf high school field and, and, you know, that has solid footing and go there. 
Um, but the 49ers are not happy about it, that's for sure. It is a health and safety issue. I think that finding an alternate field like a high school field would be an option. I'm just wondering, Larry, what is the answer besides logistics given for not being able to find a way to use the Raiders facility for both teams? Because it can't be that hard, can it, to be able to get one team in and out, another team in and out, and still ha- then to remove the doubts or the questions about which team had an advantage in preparation. Yeah, I mean, seriously, we're talking about, what, 90-minute practice, maybe two-hour practice. There's 24 hours in a day. This can't be accomplished. I mean, guys, you guys, you know, are familiar with, you know, high school jamborees where they have entire leagues, you know, play <laughs> right. play games, right, on one field, and, they, and there's like 12 teams, and they share the one field. I mean, this could be done. I mean, I, I, you know, there's also the concern of over, you know, somebody leaving a recording device somewhere. Right. I mean, that would be pretty easy to do. I mean, and, it, you know, I know that sounds paranoid, but we do live in an era where Spygate actually happened. So, um, you know, there's probably some concern over that. So I don't, you know, I, from what I was told, the Chiefs kind of pushed back on the idea of moving the schedules around to accommodate both teams at the Raider facility. Uh, Andy Reid was asked about this yesterday in kind of an informal way by media on media night. And he's like, you know, played, played like, Oh, I, I see nothing. I know. he's certain suddenly it's Hogan's <laughs> heroes, you know, I know nothing. I see nothing. <laughs> so I mean, coach. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he, he, you know, he begged out fast on that. Um, he, you know, he pretended like he had no knowledge of any of that. So, I don't know if there's negotiations going on behind the scenes, if the Niners will, you know, temper down their expectations for what they can get done on this field, if the field will be better after they complained about it, uh, if there's anything that can be done to harden it and make it more firm. But to me, it's just the bottom line is whose brainiac idea was it to lay sod over a field turf with no nothing to grip onto it? Um, that seems very, you know, high in the sky thinking that that was going to be an acceptable NFL field condition, but, um, we'll see. I'm, I, I, I almost guarantee that the league wants this story to go away and then I can almost guarantee that it won't go away. So we'll mm-hmm. probably get an update on that later today. The, the, the Raiders facility cost $183 million. It's a state of the art facility. They have three full-length football fields. They got an indoor field, and and they have an agility hill and a sand pit. They got a swimming pool. I mean, like the stuff that they have. They literally have everything. And, um, I, I again, can't they just work out a practice schedule where one group would come in and then, they, and then go to the full-service cafeteria cafeteria? And or the training and relaxation center while the other team went out to practice and, and you make sure no one's looking at it. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, all I'll say is I have heard that the, the other fields are being utilized for other things, kind of like media night last night was probably on one of those fields. Um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they have a schedule where they're utilizing that facility in every way imaginable, but what you're suggesting seems thoroughly reasonable and easily doable. So, um, you know, maybe we'll hear, hear a pivot on this, but I, it wasn't like the full, from what I've been learned from Steve Young last night, 
you know, who had just talked to John Lynch. This is not like, oh, yeah, it's kind of not great. It's like this is a big deal to the 49ers. Hmm. Media night last night in Vegas uh, to kick off festivities and big Super Bowl week. Who's the best interview on the Niners? Um, you know, George Kittle, who's a Bears fan, by the way, grew up a Bears fan, um, is is pretty awesome. I mean, he's 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 pretty he's you know he's lively, he's fun, he's interactive. He'll turn it on you and ask you questions. I mean, he's pretty good. Um, I don't know if they have anybody anywhere close to that good as far as you know, lively and uh, informative and, you know, gives you good answers. Fred Warner on the defensive side is pretty good too, but I would say it's for sure George. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Do you agree with this concept that this is the the complete team against a quarterback? That that seems to be the way we're portraying the Super Bowl, that you got the one singular player who is able to raise the level of his game and with it his team against the the group of, you know, pro bowlers all over the field. No. No, I don't I don't agree with that at all. I mean, Chris Jones is to me every time the Niners play the Chiefs, Chris Jones is a combination of Mean Joe Green, Aaron Donald and Reggie White all rolled into one. I mean, he's just he's awesome. And Lejarius Sneed is a phenomenal player. Uh, Bolton the linebacker is super fast on that second level and instinctive. Uh, no, Andy Reid is uh, is a right. force himself. Um, Pacheco is four three speed on a two hundred and twenty pound frame. Uh, Kelsey's a you know future Hall of Famer. I mean, there's the Chiefs are so much more than just Mahomes. Player or a coach who on the Forty ers has the most to prove in Super Bowl Fifty Eight. Well, it's no doubt it's Steve Wilkes. I mean, the 49er defense has gotten gashed in the run game. And in the last game, I mean, I'm the one who had to point it out to Shanahan that this effort that Chase Young and, and Kevin Givens showed on, on the Amir, on the Jameer Gibbs touchdown in the second quarter was just, you know, NFL preseason game number two level garbage and that it was totally unacceptable. And then Shanahan commented and, the next day when Wilkes sat down, he's like, that was embarrassing. I mean, you got to be able to get your guys to play with more fire than he gets his guys to play with. Or what, what are you doing? I mean, what, what would you say you do here? Kind of a thing. So, um, you know, I mean, I, I love Wilkes. He's a good guy. He's a, I think he's thoroughly competent, a former DB at Appalachian state. His strength is on the back end and coverage as a DB coach, but He's the coordinator here, and you know uh, accountability is a big part of the playing defense. And um, the Niners have not been very accountable the last couple of games. They've assured everybody that this this you know this Cadillacing, if you want to call it such, um, won't happen in the Super Bowl. But I mean, it, that's to see that in the NFC Championship game was unbelievable. 
Yeah, I totally agree with you. It was a shocker, and you know, it kind of underscored this idea that the you know the Bears got Montez Sweat, who is the ultimate kind of try hard, work hard guy, and they got Chase Young, and and you know. A lot of people thought the Bears should be going after Chase Young on that deal. Boy, did they get the better of that one. I'll, I'll be very curious to see how, where he ends up after plays like that on tape. Yeah, I mean, what kind of market there is. Right. I mean, in the 49ers, didn't the Bears pay a, a, a higher price for Montez? I mean, Montez was just better. I mean, yeah. I, mean I was advocating the, the yeah. Niners go after Montez, um, and the Bears paid a pretty high price, and they also – extend him at a pretty high figure. Yeah. 98 um, but million. You're talking, yeah. yeah, but you're talking about a guy who's one of the preeminent pass rushers in the sport. Now, Chase Young was better than Montez coming out of Buckeye land, and he was pretty good his rookie year. But then that knee, he tore up that knee, and I don't know, you know, I don't know if he hasn't. He doesn't seem nearly as flexible. Um, and then, obviously, the motor is, highly questionable at this point he at least owned it yesterday and earlier this week saying hey man i can't you know now that it's he's been confronted with his own film the old saying you lie i lie the film doesn't lie well he had to basically come out and say hey you know what uh i gotta be better so we'll see what he produces in this game if he has a monster super bowl i think all will be forgotten he'll get a pretty good offer because he plays a premium position but you know, NFL coaches are can't unsee that that NFC Championship game. Ken, what is the concern level in San Francisco about Brock Purdy heading into the Super Bowl? None. I mean, there's no concern. Um, he, you know, Brock Purdy is is you know the it, the the real only concerns with Brock Purdy are what it was rust. I mean, he played a poor game off a 21 day layoff. And he doesn't necessarily deal with a wet football all that well. He struggled against the Browns in Cleveland in the in a game where there was some rain in the second quarter. In that second quarter, he couldn't get a grip on the ball. He made some real bad throws. He struggled on the rain uh, in the rain, you know, uh, against Green Bay. But um, with a dry football, I mean, this guy is he is playing fantastic football. He makes good decisions. Um, he's accurate. The ball comes out on time. Um, he's yeah, no concerns with Purdy. I mean, he's, he's played at a real high level. What, what did you think of, uh, of, you know, he's not among the top 10 players on the team, whatever Cam Newton said. Yeah. Well, Cam Newton's a fool. I mean, that's, (laughs) you know, Cam Newton, Cam Newton is, is a one year wonder who made a business decision in the Super Bowl not to fall on a fumble at his feet. So he wouldn't get bruised up. I mean, Cam Newton, you know, buy another goofball hat and, and, you know, and, and Gina, I mean, seriously, I mean, Cam Newton, I mean, what are you talking about? I mean, seriously, I mean, Cam Newton ought to shut his mouth because Cam Newton was, was Brock Purdy's got more playoff wins right now than Cam Newton had in his whole career. Cam Newton got bounced out of the league at age 28 because he wasn't any good. So, I mean, I, I would say to Cam Newton, Hey bud, quit while you're behind. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. 
even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.